It's time for the Engaged Club, the podcast for club managers and operators that strive to create loyal and connected members, guests, and customers. Here are the two guys with the club management and digital marketing advice you need to realize your club's potential. Jim Hope and Roger Kincaid. I'm Roger Kincaid. I'm the marketing guy from Off Course Golf, and you can see us online at offcourse.golf. I'm Jim Hope, and I'm the GM of the Derrick Golf and Winter Club. Hello, Roger. How are you? I'm, I'm really excited about your wisdom on this next topic, and it's something that I think I've got a lot to say about, too. So this will be a, a good back and forth. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a, a dual podcast between me and you. And it's a it's a takeover. It's a takeaway from uh, rule number 11 from the 12 rules of club management regarding performance reviews. And we talked about doing a work plan instead of a performance review. And uh, the title for this one is called Separate the Money from the Review. They should be separate. So let's, yeah. let's rock and roll here. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about it because often, uh, I think in any business, so this isn't just specific to the club business, it's probably a pretty generic topic. Uh, people will tie in bonuses, uh, which is often people have in their structure, in their, in their compensation structure. And that bonus may have come around either because there was something specific that the employer wanted the employee to do and they were going to reward them for that. But in a lot of cases, the bonus was put in play because they wanted to give them a total comp package, but they couldn't do it in a salary. So they say, but so we're going to pay you X and we're going to give you a bonus of Y. So we're going to get you the, to the, to the number that you need, but we have to do it between your salary and your bonus. And the intent of the employer when they do it often is that you're going to get a hundred percent of the bonus, but they just, they needed to tell their, in the club industry, sometimes they needed to say to the members or they needed to negotiate if the, if a committee was negotiating with you on behalf of the board that no, no, just let you know, we've, we've kept their salary down. And we put a lot of this into their bonus. So they need to achieve certain things to get it when there was never any structure that was even considered or put into play when they gave the bonus as part of the comp, they were going to do that after the fact. So, right. um, and that's pretty common in the business. And then they come along at the end of the year and we say, we're going to do a performance review with you. And then we're going to pay out your bonus. So the whole way through the performance review, I'm not hearing a thing of what they're saying to me. I'm just waiting for the number at the end. Yeah. Uh, yep. Right. I'm just waiting to say how much of that bonus am I going to get? Cause I've, I've dug a, I've dug a hole in the backyard for the pool <laughs> and the company, the company is, is there. They're waiting to, to be called to come in and I need to get, and that bonus comes, I'm getting the pool. So I don't care about anything they're saying to me. I'm just wanting that number. And that's the exact opposite of what you're trying to accomplish by doing a performance review. No, it, exactly. A hundred percent. I mean, your salary is your market value. Your salary is what you are worth if you were a free agent. Okay. And it, so if your salary, let's just pick a big number. It's a hundred thousand dollars. If you're going to say, look, I could go out onto the market and command a $100,000 salary. then that's, that's your value. Your bonus should be about certain metrics that the club has asked you to achieve and that you have suggested that you know the path to victory on. And so the bonus shouldn't be a part of your just compensation for showing up to work every day. The bonus should be your share of the the standing, the the status that you take the club to, right? I mean, I think it should just work like this in any business. And there should be no mystery there either. You know, your board should be able to look at you, Jim, and say, uh, Jim, here we've got, you know, X number of members right now. If we if we get to Y number of members, then you will receive this bonus. And then you should be able to say, well, great, I'll pin that number to the wall. And now I know what I'm working towards. You don't lose money 
<laughs> you know, if you don't reach that number, but you do achieve that bonus because of a clearly defined metric has been laid out in front of you. Yeah, it's objective, right? I mean, the worst way to pay a bonus is when it's subjective. It's just about how you felt that somebody did. That's mm-hmm. objective. You did or you didn't. Yeah. Now, and there may be a graduated scale. We want you to get 50 new members. If you get 40, you get this. If you get 30, you get this. And if you get 20, you get this. So that you are rewarded along the way for uh, some success you may have had. Not total success, but some. But that's really crystal clear to you. Um, and if the market, if the economy or the economics of your business changes and you're not able to achieve those targets, as much as that's not your fault, you're still being compensated fairly based on what you're worth to the club. And the fact is, is that the economy does have an impact on you as it should and everybody in the, in, in it at the, on staff at the club, and you're not going to get rewarded for that. It's not the right. board's fault the economy str- struggled. It's not yours either, but you're not going to get a reward because you couldn't achieve your targets. That's fair ball. So l- let's bring it then into some sort of like practical understanding, Jim. Like how does, how does this work? And then, you know, if it's, if, how do you make sure you're doing it right? So uh, I'll give you an example of what we do at, at, at our club. Uh, I have, uh, there's two mechanisms for me uh, from a board review standpoint. Uh, one of the mechanisms is just my annual performance review. And that 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 touches base on a pretty generic sort of financial. Does he understand the financial statements? And, you know, does he have a grasp of where the club is? We talk about member services. We talk about team growth, general um, member services. We talk about financial. We talk about facilities, skills and knowledge, interpersonal ability with the board and with teams, what's my communication skills like job and industry knowledge, uh, my management ability, my leadership style, uh, how am I at problem solving and what's my change management like? And that's just my review. So those are the things that they say we, we've, we've identified, I think it's 10 or 12 different competencies. We talk about each one of those. We'd say where I've succeeded, where I've done um, okay, uh, and we, where I might need some work. And then there's specifics to that where they, the board may have left some comments. So we do that review and we say, great. And I go, awesome. I'll make some actions out of that. I'll review that with the board again to say, based on what you said, here's what I, some of the areas I'm going to work on for next year. And we say, thank you. Mm-hmm. And we, off we go. Then we have another conversation and it's on my bonus. And that's very structured as to how we laid that out uh, last year for the payment this year and how we're going to lay it out fairly quickly for what my payment's going to be like at the end of this year. And we use what we call as a balanced scorecard. That's just the the format that we use, it's, it's, it's been around for a number of years. And what it does is it breaks my bonus down into five specific areas. There's some subcategories within each one of these areas, but it's very, very objective. It's about the operating results of the, of the club. Did I achieve the operating results or did I exceed the expected or the budgeted operating results of the club? Were we able to manage the capital expenditures for the club and the capital projects? Did did they get executed on time and on budget? And um, were we able to even execute any additional ones based on some savings we might have had in the budgeted capital program? We talk about the strategic direction of the club. We have a strategic plan. So we look at that and say, did I enhance and work with the long range planning committee and the board in the, in the execution of the strategic plan. And we can identify exactly what happened with regards to the strap plan. Then we talk about team development. What did you do? So I lay it out ahead of time and then we review whether or not we did do these specific team development things so that it's not just about me, it's about me developing the team at the club as well. And then we talk about personal development. So what are you going to do this Jim, this year, Jim, to be a better club, man, club um, 
uh, manager. And then at the end of the year, it's actually in the middle of the year, because we do a, a mid-season <laughs> review. But at the yeah. end of the year, we talk about did you or did you not? And they're all very objective. And they're weighted differently. And they'll get weighted differently this year than they were last year based on some of the challenges we might have in front of us. Sure. And, and when we're going into that, I can look and go, yeah, we achieved our operating results. Yep, we achieved our capital results. No, we didn't get the strap plan moves as far along as we as we should have. Yeah, the team development happened. And yep, the personal development happened. And I know going into it that the percentage that's attached, say, to the strategic plan, I may not get any of that or I may only get a portion of that. So it's very, uh, I'm very clear going into it. And then there's no surprises when I'm sitting down with my president at the end of the year and he does the review as well. And we both go, I go, yep, 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 yep. And he says, this is how much you're going to get. And I go, yes, thank you very much. And we shake hands and we walk out and I have a really good night's sleep that night as opposed to. (laughs) What a bunch of pricks. I don't know if I ever want to work here anymore. (laughs) Well, you know, and it's because the conversation has been had before this meeting, right? You were presumably going in with a document that you agreed to a year before. And that that conversation ended with, if all of this happens, this is the compensation, this is the bonus. You know, so it's like you'll have, if we do this, you get this. If we do this, you get this. And then you can walk in and say, now, hang on a second. We agreed that this is what's going to happen at the end of this meeting if we tick all the boxes. Yep. And what was interesting is like from an operating standpoint, you miss, we, we may have missed our overall operating uh, target for net income, but then you come along and say, yes, but remember we initiated during the middle of the year expenditures that were not budgeted for because it's, because we needed to do it for the operation of the club. And they right. go, yes, we did. So if I take those expenditures out because those were non-budgeted expenditures, you'll see that we hit our operating targets and they go, yes, you did. So you did what you're supposed to do. The board approved something uh, addition to the budget. That's on our shoulders as a board, not on your shoulders as the GM. When you talked about your personal uh, you know, growth, right? Your, your personal development. Um, can you just kind of dive into that a little bit? Is that like courses you took and books you read and uh, conferences you attended? Exactly that. Yeah. Well, so what are you going to do for personal would be in, in, for, for our case with the, in, in Canada would be I, I went to the Western Regional Seminar. Uh, and by the way, I report back to my board on the Western Regional Seminar on what we took from an education standpoint and how that um, uh, what implications I can have in the way that I might want to manage the club or what, what I might uh, disseminate down to the team in their different departments. So I bring back those nuggets that we can use back at the club. Same thing when I go to my national conference or and in any other courses that I want to take. And I will also fill them in on um, uh, anything that I'm reading, as well as this podcast, as an example. <laughs> and uh, and actually, at our last board meeting, I had one of my directors who is a avid listener of the podcast and thinks it's good for me and good for the club that this podcast is taking place. Oh, very cool. I, I couldn't agree with that board member more, by the way. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but, That's a high so, note to end on, Jim. And you know what? I, I really think this is the kind of podcast where... Um, you know, you, you, you've kind of demystified, I think, a gray area, particularly for some club managers who are new to it. You know, I know that when you get into, um, you know, a, a particular echelon of, of your work, um, th- these are the sort of uncomfortable things that you don't know who to ask. You don't know how you should be treated and stuff like that. So this podcast is really informative, Jim, and it's also a, a dose of, of mentorship. Um, by, by, by way of, you know, a podcast. Um, and I, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm sure you'd welcome some emails and, and any questions about this at hello at engagedclub.com. You bet. And, and I would just leave uh, the, the managers and uh, the club people that are listening to this 
that the best way to implement this is when you start at the club. Right. It's harder to do during during your mid tenure at a facility. So when you're you're doing that interview process with a board and they've offered you a position, then that's this is the time you sit back with them and say, "That's great, thank you. I'm excited to come start at the club. Can we talk about what the review process looks like? And can you talk to me about what that bonus process looks like as well? And you can at that time say to them, "We need to separate to two of them." And often the boards are going to look at you and say, okay, well, you lay out the format for both. Uh, we'll review it. And that's what we'll do then. Because, um, yeah, I mean, you're obviously in a power position when you're accepting a job, but often the board is looking for your guidance on how this should work so that you're both successful. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Jim. This has been super insightful as always. And we will be back with another episode of the Engaged Club in a couple of days. Thanks very much for listening. This has been the Engaged Club podcast with Jim Hope and Roger Kincaid. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you like what you heard, share it with your fellow club managers and operators. Until next time, thanks for listening.